Wanderers, and welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. Last time, the crew of the Honor fought off an assault from an impositioned ship hunting for the convict Marilla. Meanwhile, the Black Dreadnought decimates a Galactic Alliance fleet in moments. The crew wants to find a being tainted by chaos to further their investigations. Where we left off, you had all just pulled up to that last Galactic Alliance vessel that had been in combat. You can see four chaos-tainted, like, single pilot ships that had, like, pierced the hull and whose cockpits are empty. What does everybody do? Well, I guess it's time for us to head over. If we leave Lucy and Merla on this ship, our ship won't just run away without us, will it, Cody? Yeah, no, it's not. No, Merla's not going to steal your ship. <laughs> okay, like, like at a certain point, like I don't want to just like have to sit out the game to puppy like to guard Merla from taking our ship. Yeah, no, that's that's that. The, this game is not about Merla stealing your ship. In this case, you you are fine. So, can we have like Lucy or someone teleport us all over then? Yes, yes. Uh, I would like to do that then. So, all of you teleport onto a completely dark galactic alliance vessel for malcolm this is kind of like being at home but with the lights off where you kind of know your way around a little bit it's not it's technically like i said a silhouette above your ship like it definitely houses a lot more people than like five but probably not more than like a hundred so you know your way around these types of vessels where are all of you wanting to head like what part of the ship well, what part of the ship are we in? Um, I guess that's up to you. That that's yeah, that's a that's a you guys question. Where would you guys want to beam in? Probably the bridge, right? Yeah, I think so. So you beam into the. I'm gonna redo this. You beam into the bridge. It is um totally dark, and again for Malcolm feels like home. This is a very familiar place. You could like tell where all the chairs and consoles are supposed to be. Um, and a moment after you guys beam in, a blaster shot fires above your head, and you hear someone, like a voice from somewhere in the darkness go, all of you are under arrest and being taken into the custody of the Galactic Alliance. Hey, hold on, hold on, we're friendly. I'm clear, I'm like wearing my captain's uniform, like very, I made sure to do that before we left. Nice stolen uniform, um, you are clearly not the rest of your boarding party is clearly not galactic alliance and i was just shot out of the sky so i don't know why you would expect me to assume that you're friendly we're here to help we're not chaos you can tell that right when you say that a flashlight clicks on so it's kind of like blinding you know because you're standing in the dark and then a light's hitting you from one source it shines on malcolm's face first and then clicks off and you just hear a voice go is that is that malcolm uh yes who, who who do I have the pleasure of speaking to? It's kind of hard to tell when I can't see anything. It's uh, it's Alistair. Remember little little Allie? Once he starts talking and introduces himself, it kind of like rushes back. And Malcolm, in your recollection, this was someone who was at the academy with you. 
he was kind of always like uh, a quiet person in the background, never super impressive, but always very smart. Not exactly nerdy, but just kind of like nose to the grindstone type of person who didn't interact much. And if you want more like information on what you remember about him, you can ask. But what was my relationship with him? I would say like it depends on how you would you would have treated this type of person as your character. He was not outgoing or necessarily likable and did not mind showing people up, but didn't make a habit of it. Like he was just genuinely very intelligent and just did stuff by the book. But when you're 18, that type of person can be kind of frustrating. And he would have not been subtle about that frustration. Like, if you did something wrong, you'd be like, well, you miscalculated here and you should do it this way. It was backed up with the fact that he was actually very good at what he was doing, you know? His well actually was well actually. (laughs) Malcolm, is that you? How did you find your way on board my ship? He used the teleporter, like the rest of us. Yeah, we were, we, were, we were in the area, and we saw that you guys were in some trouble. You were in the area of the most devastating loss that the Galactic Alliance has ever suffered. You just happened to be here now? We were pursuing your pursuing your adversaries. We're trying to find a way to, to stop them. Well, I guess that's good to hear, you and me both. As he says this, um, a spike of, like, hardened dust flies across the room and into the wall and then disappears and he goes well sounds like we're done talking for now um and you guys turn towards the door of the what is it called the command deck no the bridge as um chaos tainted aliens are starting to storm the bridge of this vessel uh do we have a turn before they enter um do you want to do something before they enter Get the lights on? Yes. Jyla would try to, like, place some charges by the door. Yeah, we're trying to show that we're not a, we're not a hostile threat, so let's blow up their bridge. I would say <laughs> you can place some charges by the door, but understand that, like, you know, if you were imagining this as a map in D&D where you're like, who's first through the door? Because that's who's getting hit by dragon breath. You are making yourself first through the d- door and therefore the person who's going to get hit by dragon breath. Gotcha. But you can do that before the combat starts. Okay. Do I need to roll for that? Um, yeah, roll me like your bomb making skill to like rig the door to explode. And then Sully, did you say you wanted to try to get the lights on? Yep. Uh, you can start fiddling with an access panel of some sort to try to get that on. That'll be an eight. Uh, okay. Anyone else want to do anything pre-combat? I think just like, I don't know, maybe knock over chairs or something and create some kind of barrier. Okay. I like that. I'll say that you're behind cover. I was thinking the same thing of taking cover. I have a 10 for my mad chemist. All right. So you managed to quickly throw up just some of your, you know, remote pocket bombs that you must always carry with you with a little bit of like chewing gum, you know, to like stick them to the walls real quick and start to pedal back as more spikes start flying through the air, as well as now clearly two um, other figures carrying particle magnetism weapons start like making their way into the room. And now we are just in combat proper. So who's doing what? I'm a blast some baddies. That's oh, a nine. Dang. Do we have any camaraderie? Um, I think we have one. You have one camaraderie? Yes. Should I use the one? Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. I'll use it. We're at a ten. Okay, so do you want to do extra damage or do you want to use a tag? Uh, how, how many enemies are there? 
Can we see that yet? There are um, four that you can see right now. I'll do extra damage. Okie doke. Actually, I could choose I can choose both because I rolled 10 plus. Yes, right. Yes, sorry. Okay, yeah. So then they're also disoriented. Well, you do, well with 10 plus, you get you can do two damage or one damage and a tag. So the extra damage, is he's saying, do two damage. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, so the, the extra, extra damage. Yep. Yep. You're right. I, I, <laughs> I forgot how that worked. Malcolm, you fire at the first uh, um, creature running in. These are typical for what you've seen for any creatures that have been tainted by chaos. In this case, specifically, they are from the Interstellar Council and happen to be a similar species to the one that you fought. So back in your last mission, that one agent of chaos that you fought, these guy seems to be a similar species. So they're just like massive hulking figures carrying particle magnetism weapons that almost seem to be like too small for them in their hands. Um, so the first one that comes crashing through the door, um, you take a couple shots at and totally silently it sprints up towards you and slashes at you with its sword doing two damage. I make my bomb go off, which does an AOE damage of two. Okay, cool. So the three or I'll say that the, that bomb went off right as that one, chaos tainted alien was smashing through and so the two that were carrying swords not firing spikes both took that damage i got a 13 for blasts and baddies all right which one are you targeting there's the one that ran up and slashed at malcolm and then the other that was just kind of blown up in the door Uh, so real quick i did a dumb I used my tough, not my cool. I should use my cool. I didn't use the, need to use that camaraderie point. Um, okay. Because I was firing at range. I forgot. That's fine. So we still have it. Which one looks more dangerous? Well, one of them is closer to you, um, so probably that one. So the one that smashed all the way into the room and slashed at Malcolm is close. Okay. I'm going to use two tags because I'm allowed to do that, right? Uh, yes. Uh, I'm going to do Drowsy. He does one less damage on his his next attack. Okay. And then I'm going to bond him where team members gain a plus one on their attacks on him. Uh, okay. Sounds good. Sorry. Is he bonded to all of them or just one other one? Oh, the way it now works is you just, when you attack him, you get a plus one. Oh, okay. So when you took your turn to fire here, the lights clicked back on and one of the... I'm just going to call them chaos agents. I think that's the best way to do it. One of the chaos agents fired a uh, stake at you and it like clipped you in the arm and then disappeared away doing two damage. I think, Jyla, you're the last... No, Vika, you're the last person that hasn't gone yet. Yeah, um, I am going to take a shot at the one in the door frame. Uh, okay. Uh, that is a nine. Oh, yeah. What tags slash extra damage are you doing? Uh, I am doing um, accurate... Uh, which is plus two to my damage. Uh, okay, cool. So you fire on that agent of chaos and like it's already like stumbling and wounded and collapses after you fire on it. Um, but same thing kind of happens from further back in the hallway. The two that are firing stakes at you, another one like hits you and then disappears doing two damage. All right. So it's back around anyone's anyone's game. All right, I'm going to switch my traction blade to melee form and start slicing at this guy that's in front of, in front of me. All right, and you get a plus one to this roll because of Sully's buff. And it looks like I'm going to need it because that is a seven exactly. 
with that. Dang. Okay, so you basically trade blows, so you get another slash on you from the Agent of Chaos, but you're able to, like, deflect most of it, so it's just, like, a little cut on your shoulder, and then swing and, like, swing back around and, you know, give him one last chop. Um, so you only take one damage in this case. Yeah, and I'm choosing to do damage with that. Right, right. So now there are just two more Agents of Chaos firing stakes from the hallway. Uh, can I chuck a chuckable bomb? You can chuck a chuckable bomb, but not an unchuckable bomb. Okay, well, I only carry chuckable and smoke, so <laughs> that is a nine. Do we have camaraderie? You do have camaraderie. Is it okay if I use it to make a ten? I'm fine with it. No, you let me You let me use it before when I didn't need it, but no, you're not allowed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will use that to put me at a ten. And then I can use my positive tag splash zone, which does plus one damage to minion targets adjacent. Okay, so um, you chuck a bomb down the hallway. It explodes. You guys can see now with the lights on that both of those agents of chaos are looking very worse for wear. Like, they've both been knocked off their feet. They're struggling to get back on their feet. They're looking bad. Uh, I'm taking a shot at one of them. Um, And remember the way lethality works in this is by your admission so if you want to attack something non-lethally you just have to be attacking it non-lethally i don't think we want them alive necessarily like oh, those do things you not? well those things have come back to life so yeah remember the one that came back when we were in the middle of um you you dropped uh Jyla and vi off in the engine room we were gonna go blow it up and then that one came to life and Started talking to you. Mission like one. Yeah, it was like mission one. Oh gosh, I do, I do not remember that. It has been so long ago. So I don't know. I'm kind of banking on these guys coming back to life. So that was an 11 to uh, hit with a plus two accurate for damage. One of them slumps over, but another stake still like slails through the air and again like just hits you like in your whatever space armor. It's hard to describe how a stake like impaling you would not be direly lethal. <laughs> um, you get mildly staked. I think it just hits me in the arm. Yeah. I would like to use Ren to disable their gun. Oh, cool. Yeah. That'll be a 10. Cool. So their gun explodes. They are now left g- gunless and very wounded. Is it just this one guy left or is there still two? It is just this one guy left. Yeah. Okay. And we're we're back to the top, right? Yep. Yeah, I think Mal would try to stun this enemy, try to take him out non-lethally. Okay, that's fine. Despite what Mandy said, I think that's what Mal would do. That's okay. That's an eight. And I would be using, I guess, the disorient then in that case. Yeah, so basically what happens here is um, it takes you a minute to take aim well enough that like this disorienting blow would knock them out. Oh, no, they just charge you. Yeah. So you, like, pop up to take aim to try to disorientate them. They realize they are weaponless and just charge you. So, like, right as you fire, they leap over your, like, little barricade and smash into your face doing one damage. So I, I stun him in midair and he lands on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you basically just get cannonballed by, like, a nine-foot giant chaos-tainted thing. Oh, no. Well, I must say that was impressive, Malcolm, for being retired. You seem to be fairly spry. I mean, I, I've kept my I've kept my skills up. Hmm. I'm curious as to the how. That's not important, is it? I mean, he's in the <laughs> shuffleboard team. Solid lie. Gotta respect that. So, 
I'm kind of curious to continue our conversation here after that interlude. Allie, what are you, are you, what, what, what's, what's your rank on this ship here? He, he looks around. Well, I mean, at this point, I'm basically Admiral, President, and Captain of this ship, but yeah, Captain. Well, looks like you've been, you've been doing pretty well. Well, I won't say I'm thrilled with the ship they gave me, or the fact that it broke in the middle of combat, but you make do with what they give you, right? Anyways, yeah, Captain of this broken ship. You know, I think it would be great to continue this powwow, but uh, we need to get this guy, I don't know, do we want to steal one of the pods and put him in that? Oh yeah, I guess we should probably uh, tell you our plan here. We, t- we intend to take one of these back uh, to study it to figure out how to best fight them. So far, my, my best advice is run away, but that seems like a good idea. So, okay, so whatever thing you're doing, Malcolm, I guess we can discuss that later. But you want to know more about these things, right? Definitely. Do you have any information that would be helpful? Great. I do, too. I'm guessing you saw the little scuffle with that giant black ship that wrecked everything. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the that's the goal is to take that thing down. Well, I have some great news for you. I have no idea how to do that, but I did stick a tracker to it before my ship got disabled because my guns stopped working against it. Well, they really never started working against it. Our weapons didn't work against it, so I did something else. That's that's fantastic. We were trying to figure out how to how to track that thing and weren't really coming up with great solutions. Great. Well, give me a ride and I can give you a location. Sounds good to me. You guys on board? Uh, Captain, where... Captain Alistair, where would you like to be dropped off? Not in the that giant black ship that just attacked me, but near enough to it I can blow it up? Is that an option? Uh, as a resident expert of blowing things up, I appreciate your go-get-em attitude, but I think it will unfortunately not be possible for you to blow up the Black Dreadnought. That sounds like a quitter's attitude. Hey, now. Ain't also, nobody ever called me a quitter before when it comes to blowing things up, but I think you met your match. Also, um, if we're being fair, Jyla has called eternal dibs on blowing that up. Yes, that too. I'm willing to work together to blow it up if it's that important to you. I think mainly what I'm looking for here is vengeance and uh, something to do besides wait on this ship to be rescued. Well, I think that's probably something we can help you with. But um, and Vise this whole time has been trying to like push this chaos agent like out the door towards one of those pods. Do you need a hand with that? Uh, you know, I was just about to ask. I think we should get a move on because you just stunned this guy, didn't you, Mal? Yeah, uh, I figured I figured it'd probably be better to leave him leave him alive so we can study him properly. Great. Let's do it before he wakes back up. Um, so Alistair comes up and throws one of the arms around his shoulder, but this is like decidedly lopsided as Alistair is about four feet tall. Can I have Lucy just teleport him into a pod? Um, yeah, you can, you can call that over. Yeah, like as they're like struggling, Sully will just like not even tell them and call that over. So I'll just like teleport and they'll both like fall over. Oh, as their cargo disappears. Alistair, like, kind of slumps onto the ground clumsily. He puts back on his glasses and stands up and goes, yeah, nice prank, thanks. I mean, that was probably a better better option than dragging, dragging this guy all the way down there, right? Yeah, probably was. So, I guess... I, I just, I guess I, I want to make sure you 
understand what you're what you're getting into, Allie. Um, you, you were you were always you were always a real smart guy. I I assume you still are. He looks quizzically at that comment. <laughs> so you you acknowledge that I'm retired, which is true, and I seem to have maintained being active in some group. Surely you can put two and two together of what that group might be. Shuffleboard. Um, I can look the other way at what that group might be. Okay, good. I just want to make sure we're, like, on the same page. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, right, you're literally just a pirate who's here to scrap this ship, which, I mean, go for it. It kind of was garbage anyways. Oh, really? That would be awesome. No, you can't. No. (laughs) If that wasn't your plan, no. You can't just actually steal. (sighs) No. (laughs) (laughs) still my ship technically but the galactic alliance has really good stuff on their ships i I mean i'm flattered i i would love to get a look at their med bay it's been so long since i've seen one of those good med bays uh what is his name derek no what's the what's the seller guy's name alistair davin davin never lets me see them he already like he junks them so fast he's just like no one needs this and puts them in the spaceship crusher the sprusher, if you will. Please, I Sully. won't. Um, yeah, I guess we can have time for a grand tour after we save the rest of the Galactic Alliance from this giant ship that is getting us killed by both the Imposition and the Interstellar Council. So, yeah, once we fix that problem, sure. Tours, we'll have a parade, we'll do a whole thing. Until then, you know. Here's my, here's my other, my other concern. Although I'm not part of, I'm not like active in the Galactic Alliance anymore. I still do care about what goes on. Are there other people around that need help? Like around, like on this ship or on any of the other ships around? Like we don't have good, sen- good enough sensors to scan. Well, I'm going to level with you, Malcolm. Was not the first thought that I had. That being said, it might be worth looking into, I guess, if we want to waste the time out of game this is not gonna be like and then you guys lose the mission because you were nice alistair just has his own character flaws <laughs> and his character flaws is not caring about his employees <laughs> or <laughs> subordinates well i think we should probably get this chaos agent checked out and then maybe do a little flyby see if there's anybody sos's sosn uh sully could see if he can detect anyone Okay, so who is doing which half of this? Um, either you can stow the imposi- the um, chaos-tainted person, or you can fly around trying to, like, stabilize ships. I am stowing the chaos agent. Are we stowing him or studying him? Both. I thought we were taking him, or we're going to call... We're going to call the outlaws to say, hey, we have this chaos agent. Come get him so you can study him. Like, I didn't think we were doing the study. I mean, maybe we could do some studying, but not now. Like, maybe en route. Yeah, that was my assumption as well. Um, Okay, then I think all of you could just work together. So you beaming back to the ship? Yep, I guess so. Yes. Are we taking Alistair with us then since his ship's kind of dead in the water? No, he that was his that was like his condition for helping us was take me with you. All of you teleport back to the honor so i imagine you just kind of dump yourselves in like the cargo hold is that all right if that's where you kind of get plopped back in yeah 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 oh alistair alistair real quick i should warn you we do have some uh imposition friends on on ship just wanted to warn you right when you say that you hear him go i beg your pardon what and then you all disappear and beam back over to the ship um you all rematerialize lucy walks out of the kitchen and goes 
She must be contained. I cannot have this intrusion. And right as he says that, like a, um, I'm going to say it's like a piece of power armor that she like pulled off of one of the dead imposition soldiers in the ship that you guys salvaged. Like she's just been ripping pieces of the armor off and throwing them through the door of the kitchen, you know, like, so it's just like a finger goes flying in or like a gauntlet she's just hucking bits in and like one of those hits sully in the head that's what you guys beam into (laughs) and right as you do alistair draws two blasters off his belt and goes all right so now this is going to require some explanation i feel like i was just taken prisoner as this seems to be an imposition ship malcolm I mean, it was in position at one point. Was? What do you call both of them? Well, uh, Mal's the captain now. Ain't that right, Cap? That's that's Lucy and that's Merla. Guys, this is Alistair. Yeah, nice to meet you. Why am I not killing them? Why are we not killing them? Because Maybe one of them is our chef, thank you very much. Uh, and Vi's going to go uh, back with Lucy to try to calm him down. And again, if you were to kill the other one, Lucy has called dibs on that specific thing so it's kind of a whole thing I, I suppose if you wanted to try to take dibs from him you could but that will get like you will have to do dishes for a month and honestly i've seen how he cooks uh, and it's- sully and malcolm both make a grease the wheels check oh gosh it's charm i'm not good at this though <laughs> i got an eight so did i <laughs> No, I didn't. Sorry. My charm is not a one. It's a negative one. I got a seven. <laughs> no, wait. Nope. A six. I'm going to put a camaraderie <laughs> oh, no. in that. I'm using our camaraderie on that, though. <laughs> I'm using our camaraderie, so we have zero camaraderie, but I got seven. All right. They have to be put in the brig, right? Like, Malcolm, you're backing me up on this here, right? They need to go in the brig. Do we have a brig? So, technically, you're not going to like this, Allie. Or, sorry, Captain Alistair, but... The kitchen was our brig, and now Lucy's kind of the chef, so technically, he's in the brig. All right, fine. They both have to be in there then, and I'm not dealing with them. Well, there's another problem is uh, Lucy won't allow Marilla into his kitchen. And so I have to sit here with her, and he points at Marilla, who's, like, currently flipping him off with, like, a severed gauntlet. (laughs) I mean, she's an ally, you're an ally right now, we're not... We're not going to be fighting each other. Sure. We're not going to be fighting each other. Great. Right. You're going to stay in your corners and stare menacingly at each other. And that's going to be that. He kind of like backs into like a crate and sits down still holding both blasters and goes, yeah, great. Welcome aboard, Allie. It's Captain Alistair, but I get the feeling that's you're not going to ever do that. But it feels like I should say it anyways. All right, so looking for survivors. Okay, so everyone wanting to look for survivors, the way this is going to work is kind of imagine this as like a montage of what you're doing as a crew to try to help these vessels. So obviously you can't like take on the probably hundreds of in needing help survivors that are out there. So, but you could like stabilize ships to the point where they're not leaking atmosphere or like get people shuffled onto appropriate ships. So tell me what you're trying to do and how you're trying to do it. Sully is doing, I don't know which one he would be doing. Either he's like moving, like using the teleporter to get people onto the right ships or he's healing people. Oh, like consolidating people onto ships. Yeah, basically like if like there's like a half damaged ship that's like basically like 
unsalvageable and like Vi's fixing a ship, he'd like move them onto the bigger ship that Vi's fixing. Gotcha. What's everyone else's thoughts? I'd say I'd say Mal is like piloting around all the places that they point out to him. Hey, go over here to that ship. Go there to that ship. We need to take these guys here. Kind of. Okay. He, he's being the chauffeur. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I think Jyla is making people like getting people comfortable and settled and like doing a little bit of triage to check like, oh, this person is going to need Sully's attention or some sort of medical attention. And, like, these people are shell-shocked. Okay. Yeah. We'll let you make the role for, like, medical assistance. And Vika. Um, I think uh, we find a ship that is doesn't take very much to get it back together. Uh, and she is fixing it up as much as possible. Yeah, so, like, patching holes and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, roll plus your appropriate stats. Am I healing people or am I teleporting people? Um, I'll say that your role is going to be narratively teleporting people, cool. but as they come on board with the assistance of Jyla, like kind of guiding them to whether or not they need your assistance or not, you are also healing people. Okay, the, I rolled a solid six. I rolled a 12. Okay. I rolled an eight. I got a 12. This does take a while, and it's not easy to do. Um, we kind of would see a montage here of you guys finding... Like, Vika gets basically dropped off on a vessel right away and would have to spend a great deal of time just, like, welding panels on to get this thing to hold air because you just need a ship big enough to drop off survivors. Um, meanwhile, the rest of you are, like, going from ship to ship to ship, teleporting someone on board or teleporting, like, ten people on board, flying them a short way, and then teleporting them onto this other ship. Unfortunately, though, this is made much worse by the fact that Marilla and um, Alistair and Lucy are all, like, staring daggers at each other in your cargo bay. But the presence of Alistair as, like, a Galactic Alliance figure in uniform still in, like, the command hierarchy does help. So they're just teleported into, like, a Cold War situation every time and then teleported out. Yeah, yeah, just a very awkward Cold War situation every time. On a ship that doesn't make any sense, this is like an enemy vessel with two enemies and one of their people. This is like not what they expected to come and rescue them at this all. This is a weird fever dream. Yeah. <laughs> and the person operating the teleporter that they see first is a blue nebula. <laughs> yeah. Nebula skin. <laughs> so they're like, they come on, they're like, oh man, this is an imposition ship. We're so dead. And then they see this blue guy and they're like, wait, <laughs> what? Why are you helping us? So it's always like every time it's confusing and eventually you kind of fall into a rhythm of like having a script basically of like, this is like, these are the five things to say to get them to not like immediately start panicking and scrabbling for weapons before you quickly beam them back off the ship. But you are very successful. It just takes a long time. Well, I think that's everyone. I think everyone's relatively safe for now. About as safe as they're going to be. Should we uh, call home Olmstead and see see what the f they think of what we found? Yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. So I'll call I'll call Homestead. Howdy. Hey, Lordly. Uh, we got some news. I hope it's good news. It's news. Chaos has been defeated. The galaxy has been saved. The outlaws are now considered a faction. Uh, it's not that good of news. That'd be fantastic. But we, we do have an asset that uh, may prove useful. Uh, we managed to capture a chaos agent. Oh, well, now you've piqued my interest. We figured it would be, it'd be in, that was interest to study this. Now, however, we, for obvious reasons, aren't going to bring 
bring them back to Homestead, we would suggest that someone meet us in space with some equipment to study them. I think, um, yes, I will send you a rendezvous point once you are at a... This this agent of chaos has been contained. Uh, yes. Well, great, for right now, he's your problem until your mission's complete, and then we'll meet someplace away from Homestead and deal with that. So, hang on, she said until our mission's complete? Yeah, she's not sending another ship out to meet you in the middle of your mission. So basically, if we said we were coming home right now, she'd be like, oh, okay, great. But we're not planning on going home yet. Yeah. She doesn't want us interrupting our leads to rendezvous and then go back. Yeah, and she also doesn't want to risk a crew on flying out into, like, a dangerous situation to pick up an agent of chaos. She doesn't want to risk a crew member to do something very dangerous in a very dangerous place at a very dangerous time. Yeah, I guess my thought was that um, whenever we find our next coordinates for where we're going next from the the tracker, like, they would meet us on the way. Is that not possible? Um, So right now, you still don't have a way of, like, defeating this giant ship, the Black Dreadnought. And that is your goal to determine. Okay. So until you guys do that, you're kind of on your own. I guess, I guess my thought behind this was by giving the chaos agent to the outlaws, they might separately be able to help us give it get information on how to defeat. I didn't. I guess I, I what was the point of capturing the, the chaos agent? I thought the whole point was to investigate so that the outlaws could investigate them and help us get the information we need. I, I think that's specifically to help figure out how to defeat the individual and hive mind of the chaos agents. Right now, what we're trying to figure out is how to get on the dreadnought, which is, uh, okay. yeah, which while very similar because they're both, you know, obviously we're going to have to defeat both of them and they're basically one entity. We just we need to figure out what where the ship is, what can take it down and then go from there. And then once we figure out that part, we can get more into the individualized chaos part of it. Yeah, this is this is a side quest that is going to yield helpful information, but is not itself necessary to complete the mission in front of you. Okay. Well, all right, I guess we'll give you a call back when we have when we have more information. All right, good luck. Let me know when you tell me, you know, either that you've destroyed it or that you know how to destroy that big old scary ship. Sounds good, Lorley. All right, she hangs up. Alistair, you want to give us those coordinates? Yeah, uh, of course, here. And he, like, clicks a data pad into your computer and hits some buttons and you get, like, a tracking beacon pointing at the Black Dreadnought. Is it just a direction? It's not. A, is it a location or a direction? Okay, so at the very beginning of this, the Black Dreadnought was moving extremely quickly across the galaxy. Yeah. So it would seemingly pop into battles way faster than it should be able to, right? Mm -hmm. At the moment, this is moving at, like, not that speed. It's moving pretty slow. Like, it's moving slow enough that you would be able, you guys would be able to outpace it. So is it, it's, is it, like, still in this system? Basically, yeah. Like, it's moving as slow as a ship this big would move, which is not how it's really been moving before. Okay. It seems to be in a holding pattern, is what it, it feels like to me, until we get until it gets where it needs to go next. So what do you think? Do we fully catch up with it, or do we just kind of hang behind it to see where it goes? I mean, I think it would yield useful results to be able to see it teleport, apparate, a wormhole. Yeah, because right now, we have no idea how it travels. It just shows up, and that's one of the biggest concerns for people. Mm -hmm. So if we can find more information about that, I'm all for it. 
So catch up and try to stay a safe distance away. And we do still have our cloaking device as well. That's true. Right. I'll put it to the test, that's for sure. And, like, Marilla would also be skilled at, like, doing things to hide the signature of a ship. You know, she's, like, a smuggler. So this is, like, a flying casually instance. Um, So is that what you guys are doing? Just going to try to follow at a distance where you don't think it's going to detect you? Yeah. And, like, it is fair to keep in mind your ship is, like, comically tiny compared to this ship. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you take off into space. This takes a while. It is not immediately, like, so there's probably a few hours here where you're just kind of, like, you catch up to the ship. That's not hard to do. And then you're just kind of, like, chugging along behind it slowly uh, while you all are just kind of waiting for the next thing to happen. Does anyone want to do anything in this intervening time? I would be trying to make sure our sensors are at, like, maximum resolution to make sure we capture every little bit of anything that happens. Okay. I would like to plug in the information that we have into the hollow table and see if there's a anything in the current projected path. There is not almost in a loud way. Mm-hmm. It is flying off in a route towards nothing. Okay. Do I need to roll for the thing I'm doing? I'm going to say no. This is more like narrative time if you guys want to like do anything or talk to anybody. Okay. You don't have to. This is just like there is like this weight here. I think Sully's just like hanging with Lucy, like trying to like make him feel better because he's very stressed. Okay. Does anyone want to be healed while we're here? Yes. Uh, I'll bandage Vika at this point as well. Are you using the med bay? Yeah. You guys go up to the med bay. Vika got a 10. All right. So that is one bandage and two heal? Yes, I believe so. Yep. So you're able to patch up like the worst of her like stab wounds that were still like barely taped together they're now like healed and cauterized and knit shut so they're not going to rip themselves back open uh while we're here vika would you mind patching me up uh no not at all i can see what i can do uh that is an 11 Uh, okay so same deal I would not refuse. I can try to heal Malcolm. It's just, I'm I do a minus 1 on my whatever I add on, right? Cuz he has one bandage. Yep. Uh that's a 7. Uh okay, so you heal one and take one more bandage. Yeah, but other than that, I think uh Sully is helping Lucy cope with the fact that there's a lot of people he hates on the ship right now. Um I think at some point too, Vika is going to find Mal up at the bridge. And just wants to check in on him. So, uh, Vi shows up and she has like the equivalent of hot chocolate. <laughs> Spot chocolate. I swear to God, Sully. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she like, uh, she brings two of them up to the bridge, offers one over to Mal. Oh, thanks, Vi. That's, that's very kind of you. You're welcome. Um, hey, are you, are you doing okay? I'd be lying if I, if I said I was okay with seeing all those Alliance ships all torn up like that, it's kind of been, I guess, Blast from a Past has kind of like a positive connotation, and I wouldn't say this is that. No, you know, I can um, I can definitely relate. It's weird to see your old faction show up back up in your life. Yeah, you've, I guess you've had to deal with that as well. Well, although you wouldn't remember, wouldn't you? No, not completely. It, it's all very strange. Yeah, this is the this is the first time I've actually run into run into someone from the alliance since I since I joined up with the outlaws. I wasn't sure how that would go. Seems to be going decently well so far, assuming assuming we can keep uh, Captain Alistair and Lucy and Merlal from shooting each other. Yeah, honestly, everything I've heard about the Galactic Alliance, I'm kind of shocked that it is going as well as it is. Although he does seem to be very 
Strong-minded, strong-willed. Yeah, I was thinking vigilant. I think is a good, good word. He hasn't. I don't think he's let them leave his sight. No, no. I kind of got the feeling he wasn't doing that either. Uh, and I think, <laughs> I think she glances like out the door, and you can see Marilla still just like sitting outside of the kitchen, and Alistair is like also in sight. Yeah, he's definitely like gnashing teeth. I feel like he's like behind whatever wall is there and just like constantly just like watching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I can I can understand how he feels right now. I definitely it was definitely definitely took a long long time for me to be okay with having with being this close to to imposition uh, people from the imposition. But I mean, I got over it. I think he can as well. There's there's a long long history of bad blood between the lions and the imposition, <laughs> so it's it's understandable. Yeah. Are you okay seeing Alistair again? Yeah, I, th- I think it's. I think it's good. I'm... Actually, wait did they did they not know that? Did they think you went private citizen on them? Yeah, I never like when I when I gave my resignation, I just kind of just kind of just I I did actually go just go to a private life for a while, but then I felt something was missing, and that's when I sought out the outlaws, um, and I never really never really told anyone. In that case, I'm even more shocked that it's going as well as it is with another galactic impo- or a galactic alliance person. Yeah, I think I think at some point, at least on Alistair's side, he was happy to to see any help, but we'll see if it stays that way. The rest of the trek is fairly uneventful. Eventually, you find yourselves in, you know, like deep nothing space. It is profoundly empty and far from anything and seemingly headed towards nothing. But as the Black Dreadnought keeps cruising out into space without breaking stride, you see a, like, twisted and, for lack of a better term, sloppy-looking spirals start forming in space. It seems tendrily and slimy in the way that chaos is as the Black Dreadnought slowly starts to fly into this opening portal in space. You can see, like, arcing purple lightning and, um like a kind of glowing miasma forming in the center of it as the Black Dreadnought begins to fly into it. I'm making sure our sensors are recording everything. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you know what? Your sensors are picking up nothing. So it's if it doesn't exist. As far as your sensors are concerned, the Black Dreadnought is getting smaller. (laughs) Like, okay, so the Black Dreadnought's flying in, which means, like, the Black Dreadnought used to be super long, and then it's just disappearing as the sensors are no longer picking up more and more and more of it. Are we gonna follow it? That was gonna be my next question. So, what do you say, guys? Do we follow? Do we follow it in there? Do we have a choice? They always seem to turn out all right when they go through, right? Well, I mean, define define all right. They are still covered in chaos. Well, same as they went in, I guess. I mean, I don't know that for a fact, but I think we follow. Full steam ahead, Mal. As you say that, um, Alistair goes, yeah, I actually think that's probably a bad eye. And that's when you guys like break the surface of this portal. As soon as you do, the world doesn't fall to blackness, but rather into like a swirling black and purple chaos as you guys feel a sensation of falling, which should not be possible in space and all sense of reason and thought leaves your minds. Thank you.
We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. Music for the show is from danosongs.com, audionautics.com, zapsplat.com, and the public domain. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our actual plays at the Wandering Gamer Network's website or Podbean, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We also post Let's Plays on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network, and on Twitch we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. You can also find us on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network, and on Twitch we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw. (laughs) 